Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? What's new? I have a few changes at my work,、uh, in my team, and I have more work right now. And also, I'm trying not to overwork and to do everything work-related in working hours. And after work, I write my master thesis. Wow, you sound busy. But yeah, your graduation yeah. is coming up. Good luck with the thesis. Oh, this is so sweet. Thank you so much. And what about you? What's new? Um, I just wrapped up hiring for my team, and I'm super excited to not be thinking about that till January. I mean, I really enjoyed the process. Don't get me wrong, but it was a lot of work, and honestly, like I'm really excited to shift my focus to something else for some time. Amazing! So, congrats on your hiring. Yeah, thanks. I'm excited too. All right, let's get started. This is SFTP podcast where we talk about all things women in technology. I'm Elena Kirichok, and I'm backend developer and tech student. And I'm Anna Kurilo, an engineering manager. In today's episode, we are going to talk about job interviews, what the hiring process looks like, and what the common stage are. I've also been hiring a lot lately, so hopefully I'll be able to shed some light on the process from the manager's standpoint. I would like to listen more about your experience and also to share mine as a candidate. I want to mention that our job interview experience is mostly from Ukraine and the Czech Republic. And I've also hired people across Europe and just finished hiring in India. So now we can start. All right. So you've applied for the role. What kind of interviews can you expect? So there could be several, and first one is、uh, screening interviews with a recruiter. Sometimes they check that you speak the needed language. Or you know enough information about the role and the company. Technical interview. There could be different kind of activities, from leaf coding to system design. Also, to just a conversation about your tech experience. There could be a behavioral interview. It could be a conversation about your experience. Also, you could have it with a hiring manager, product manager, etc. Next one is a panel interview. It could be behavioral or technical. This is an interview with multiple people, and there could be a trial day. This could be a few days to few hours you spend with the future teammates. During this time, you can learn more about their culture, about your future tasks, and everyday work routine. Some companies check the candidates' team feed. During this day, I think that's all the types I remember. Okay, cool. Yeah, I really would love to learn more about the trial day because I never had one. But let's go over all of them in more detail. Cool. Yeah.、Uh, do you have a positive experience with screening interviews? Yeah, I do. 
I think most of the screenings I had were successful. It's basically just going over your CV to confirm that you have relevant experience. And then maybe like a couple of questions like, why did you apply to our company? What do you like about the role? And so on. The part that I don't really like is that recruiters try to get your salary expectations. And I think it's too early to talk about them during the screening stage if you only read the job description and haven't understood the role fully yet. But overall, I think it's the simplest interview of all. The the tricky part comes afterwards when you get to technical and behavioral stages. What do you think? I think that I agree with you. I usually like to ask recruiters more about the company and the role. Yeah, I think it's great that you do that. It also helps the recruiter understand you're interested in the role. Okay, so what usually happens after the screening is that the recruiter decides whether you're worth pursuing, so to say. And if all goes well, they send your CV to a hiring manager. If a manager likes it, then congrats, you made it to the next stage. Uh, What that next stage is depends on the company. Some like to conduct technical interviews first, some prefer behavioral. But let's assume a technical interview comes first. Olena, what kind of technical interviews have you had so far? Oh, about technical interviews, I could say that it's like a, a Pandora's box. I had a whiteboard interview where I needed to describe all my steps to the interviewer while solving the task. I needed to write code on the board. The structure of the code could be discussed with the interviewer. Also, uh, you could review the solution after solving the task, but it is better to think about the solution before writing the code. The same experience I had at live coding interviews. Um, Also, there were interviews where I was asked theoretical questions about PHP, solid principles, and others. At the same time, I had interviews where we discussed only my experience, which product I worked on, what I delivered there as a developer, what I could change or add. There were also tests and small architecture tasks during technical interviews. Mm, What is your experience with interviews? Well, I think you've covered pretty much everything, to be honest. Um, There's one kind of interviews that you mentioned that I wanted to highlight, though. Uh, So you mentioned having small architectural tasks. Uh, That's usually called a systems design interview in some places. It's usually separate from the whiteboard interview, and you get to try and structurize some abstract system, for example, a search engine or whatever, um, based on some inputs from your interviewers. It's usually expected that you'll ask some additional questions to figure out more details about the use case, and uh, then we'll provide suggestions on database structure, infrastructure, accessibility, scalability, and so on. You don't get to code on those interviews, but I think those are pretty cool because you get to think on a system level rather than just coding a small thing. I think interviews without coding are my favorite one. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I think it's just a system design interview wouldn't be enough in most cases, and uh, most companies would have both. All right, uh, going back to whiteboard interviews, I noticed that big tech companies don't do pure whiteboarding anymore and use services like LeetCode to check technical knowledge. Have you ever tried LeetCode or something like that? 
Yeah, I have practiced task on LitCode. I like how everything is structured there. Also, there is a big community and a lot of discussion about those tasks. Most of those tasks are free to solve, but also you can get the subscription to get prepared for big tech companies interviews, for example, for funk companies. LitCode is like a standard tool uh, to get prepared for those. And I also have heard about HackerRank, but I never use it. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I've been meaning to try LitCode for a while, but so far I haven't solved any problems there, to be honest, even though I do have an account. I don't think that uh, like LitCode is like a, a tool for success interviews, for example. So uh, technical experience is important, but what's more important is what kind of person you are and how you act in real life situations. And those interviews are called behavioral. Anna, you said you have conducted behavioral interviews. What is your experience with them so far? Yeah, so as a hiring manager, I don't usually do technical interviews anymore and let the team handle that. So for the behavioral part, it's actually a little more challenging for me to conduct than the technical interview, to be honest. So for each position I have open, there's usually a set of personal qualities. They're called competencies that would make a person successful in a role. It could be, for example, like, customer focus or like being strategic or being a continuous learner, things like that. So my task for this behavioral interview, which lasts like 30 minutes or an hour, uh, is uh, to see how the candidate uh, displays those qualities or actually how have they have displayed them in the past in real life situations. Many people, for some reason, think that behavioral interviews about some hypothetical situations, like what would you do if X happened? What would you do in that situation? But I don't really think that's the right way to do it. Um, when we talk about the future, we always see ourselves doing the right thing, but it doesn't really mean that we will do it when the time comes. So it's best to see how the person acted previously in a work-related situation. Yeah, I only had behavioral interviews as a candidate and I enjoyed the situation that company really is interested in me as a person not only in my technical skills as I had a bunch of interviews before. I read some articles about the questions I could get at behavioral interviews and a few times people asked the same questions as in those articles. Also, hmm. there were, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Uh, also, there were questions about hypothetical situations and examples of the situation from my background. I would like to ask you, what questions do you usually ask in behavioral interviews? Yeah, okay. So it really depends on the role a person has applied to, but mainly those questions are going to be about the past, as I already said. For example, tell me about a time when you had to solve a problem in an ambiguous situation. And I try to not just listen to the initial description that was usually given using the STAR framework, but also to dig deeper to see what the person did, how they felt, and so on. 
So this helps me understand them better. I could also ask some questions like, what are your career aspirations? Just because I need to know this stuff to see if we have suitable opportunities in my team or at the company in general. So a lot of different things, but it's all focused on defining whether a person will be happy and successful in the role they've applied for. I like it. It sounds awesome. But I have one more question. Uh, sure. Do you need to go through specific training to conduct the behavioral interview? I honestly can't tell about all the companies, but my current employer does have the training on conducting behavioral interviews. And probably the rest of the companies at least have some guidelines for interviewers on what to ask, what not to ask, and so on. Uh, to give at least a good interviewing experience to the candidate. Oh, it's great. I like when people are prepared. So I prepared last question. I saw that interviewers make notes during the interview. Do you take notes and what you write in them? Yeah, of course I do. To be honest, like the main reason people are taking notes is because it's hard to remember everything. So your memory will serve you well for the first 24 hours or so. You will remember the details about the candidate and so on. But if someone asks you for feedback a week after the interview, it would be hard to recall the details unless you have your notes. I usually have a document with my questions prepared before the interview. And then I just write down the short version of the answers the candidate gave. Also, I might take some notes about the candidate's personality, which I probably like the things that I could guess from their responses, like from how they behaved in the past. So for example, if they learned something on their own for a new project, then they are proactive. If they didn't act on the feedback they received, they might not have a growth mindset and so on. So yeah, something like that. Okay, I see. Uh, thank you. As I understand, you are the only interviewer on the interviews. Have you interviewed someone together with other people, like panel or board interviews? Yeah, of course I did. So in my case, I do interviews alone about 50% of the time, and another 50% is on a panel. Ideally, I should do panels more because they help avoid biases. Like different people can see the same situation from the interview differently and getting more opinions is helpful anyways. So someone else could notice what you didn't see, for example. Um, have you ever been on a panel interview or like on one or the other side? Yeah, I was on technical panel interviews uh, as a candidate a few times and I have both good and bad experiences. The bad one uh, was because I felt Uh, that all interviewers, like three people, were not really welcoming. They tried to ask me a lot of questions, waited for a fast answer, and then made disappointed like faces. I understood that it is not my type of company if they do not respect candidates. And all the good interviewers were similar to each other, They are mostly like smiley, respectful people who were trying to have a nice conversation with me, help me understand questions better, and discussed the solutions with me. I see. 
Yeah, I'm sorry to hear about that bad interview. It doesn't really... Yeah, it sounds like it sucked. But yeah, the good panel interviews sound really great. So I'm glad you also had such experiences. And I also remember you mentioning something like a trial day. So could you tell me a bit more about it? Yeah, um, I have experienced trial day at few companies. Mostly it is a day. Sometimes it's like a two days. Could be half a day or few hours when you spend time with your potential teammates. On the trial day, you could do an assignment, have interviews, learn about the project you will work on, participate in a stand-up meeting or other scrum meetings. Go to lunch with teammates, also to get to know them better, for example. The trial day is a time when you are learning about your future job and the company, and also the company is learning more about you. I had offline and online trial days. Offline trial days I liked better because uh, you can meet those people in person, learn about how they communicate with each other. It is easier to ask questions for me. I'm sure that all of this is possible uh, to do online for sure, but um, in my opinion, it should be organized well. Mm -hmm. I see. And how did you manage that? Like you probably had to take a day off at your current job to do this trial day. Were you ever compensated for it by the company that invited you? Yeah, uh, I was unemployed in one case and in another, I took a day off and thankfully it was possible at my job at that time. I have a friend uh, who took two days vacations to go to trial days uh, to another company, for example. About the compensation, I did not ask and they did not offer to me it. But I'm sure the compensation could be discussed. Just I have not known about the compensation at that time. Mm -hmm. Okay, I see. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Thanks for sharing. I've never had a trial day, uh, just like only probation for the first couple of months after I got the job, which is standard in most places. Uh, but luckily that part is already compensated, right? Um, yeah. All right. And of all the interviews you have had so far, which one was the best you had? It's a great question. Thank you. When I think about all interviews I had, I remember mostly bad ones. But I think there is a good one I really like. Um, it's like a long story short, but when I was a junior developer looking for a job, I also learned Polish language at that time. And I was mm -hmm. asked to relocate to Poland to work for this company. I already had a technical interview online with a team leader at this company. So they offered me to go to Poland and also they covered all costs. So I, at Poland, at, at this city, I only had 
an interview with HR and met the teammates. So it kind of was a trial day, but with interviews. And mm-hmm. the interview with HR was really nice. I really like it. But after I got back to Ukraine, I rejected their offer and stayed in Ukraine. I realized that um, I didn't really feel like I am a team fit at that company. It wasn't like a usual interview, I know. But I know that I don't really remember the best, for example, technical interview, which I had. And what about you, Anna? Yeah, I think my best interview so far was a behavioral one. It was the first time I interviewed for a manager role and the interviewer was this like VP level guy who I was very anxious to meet. So I had like different experiences with VPs and with some of them, you feel like you're in front of some royalty or something that you have to bow and like act respectfully. Um, This person turned out to be very open and kind. And we just had a great conversation about management and just working in tech in general. I did answer some questions, obviously, but the whole conversation felt really natural. And I got to learn more about this person's management style and about the company I was applying to. So the reason I went to that interview in the first place was not that I wanted to switch jobs, but just that I was curious how the management interviews are usually conducted. And this conversation actually made me consider that company more seriously. Oh, it sounds great. I think, yeah, that behavioral interviews are the coolest. Also, your experience seems to be positive. Uh, We could discuss it a little bit more. For example, what are the options to make a positive interview experience for a candidate? And... Another question, for example, what did you learn from your past experience as an interviewer? I think there are two things I want to mention. So number one would be just make sure that your interview invitation is uh, is good. Just one link to the call, like no double links or anything like that, because they usually get messed up and then the person ends up waiting on one bridge, you're waiting on the other. So a lot of confusion happens. Then that the interviewers are listed if possible. Um, And also, if you can, just tell the candidate what to expect from the interview. Uh, Because you won't believe how many times it was not clear what kind of interview I'm about to have. (laughs) So this leaves a good impression and helps the candidate show their best selves. Um, The second thing I would like to suggest is just create a welcoming atmosphere and come with an open mind to learn more about the person. It doesn't mean that you have to be fake. Um, Just try to be curious about their experience at what kind of person the candidate is. Interviews are usually stressful for both sides, but I found that if I treat it more like a conversation, even though I have some questions prepared um, than a formal procedure, it goes better. Is there anything that you would like the companies to do better, Olena, based on your previous interviews? Uh, Yeah. I would like to mention that I really like all two options you said about because, yeah, sometimes I am really stressful when I don't know what is interview will be about. 
So I like this. I think this this one is my favorite one. <laughs> uh, I would like to add one more stuff. I which I thought about that it is good to learn more about candidates before the interview uh, for interviewers because as candidates we are aware that we need to learn about companies before we are going to interviews to these companies and it could be done from both sides and also it gives me as a candidate the feeling that the company is interested in me and also as a candidate i could learn more uh, as i said i will learn more about company and it's a good practice to know company's values for example mm-hmm. um, yeah anna what do you think candidates could do to make the interview experience better just first of all i think that learning more about the candidate is like definitely important i really support that uh but yeah it's also true that it's great when a candidate knows about the company when they come to the interview which you already like mentioned um you will also get some extra points if you know the product as well it leaves a very positive impression i had one candidate who came prepared like with a presentation about the whole product about the things that he thinks we could improve and so on and it was like very impressive like really like a million extra points to this to this person uh but yeah um and the general things like joining the call 2 minutes early or at least on time turning on your camera i'm not sure if these are worth mentioning but please do those uh because they're super important um i also wanted to mention a couple of resources around interviewing process in general so i really like the interview preparation process described on workforfang.com Um the authors of this website did a great job at outlining the whole big tech hiring process and how to pass it successfully. Um and they actually like did it themselves so check it out for sure. Um Olana, do you have any resources you would like to recommend? Yeah. Um I like this website you mentioned and also I would like to recommend Cracking the Coding Interview Book by Gail McDowell. Uh, this book needs to be in your reading list if you prepare for funk interviews too. And also it gives a general recommendation which are helpful for any job interviews. Yeah, makes sense. Thanks for sharing. All right. So, okay, so let's sum this up. And what are the main two takeaways that you that were that you found from from our conversation today? Um the first one is that it is important to be prepared and to know what kind of interview you would have. And if it's like technical interview, you could ask about you could ask a recruiter about the questions that could be on this interview and if it's behavioral you could ask about the people who could um uh, be your interviewers so my second 
point could be that for trial days, don't be afraid to ask for compensation or to ask about uh, fixed hours for this day to have not like really full day, but have half day, only those hours uh, which are really needed to have this experience uh, for you and for company. If you can't have, for example, full day or two days. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I could say more stuff, but I think these two are important from my side. What about yours, Anna? I would say that I would really love to have a trial day with someone at some point <laughs> because it, it sounds really interesting. That would be my point number one. But yeah, the second point is I think what you mentioned about uh, just general, you know, like how people are could be treated like on technical interviews or on other interviews where they would feel unwelcome. That was a really interesting like learning point from for me. I mean, I obviously like kind of guessed about those things, but just like hearing more about the experience, it kind of makes me uh, makes me understand better what things I could do as a hiring manager and I could ask my team that are involved in hiring to do to improve the candidate experience, like to make it even better. Oh, it sounds it sounds great. Yeah, I, I would like to add that we are people first. And then there are like our professions and our careers. So I think like in every situation, we should behave as people and then yeah. as engineers. Yeah, that's a, that's a really great point. All right. So I guess that is it for the episode. Thank you very much for listening and uh, make sure to join the discussion on our social channels. We have Instagram and Twitter, and we also have a chat in Telegram. So yeah, like this episode, please make sure to give us a thumbs up or like a five star or just basically like leave us a review on your podcasting platform. That's going to help us a lot. And yeah. All right. Then thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening. See you in next episodes. All right. Yeah. Bye. Bye.